0: today
1: when booking with other vacation rental apps sounds like this this place doesn't look like the pictures Ah,
0: is there a door behind all those spiders
1: it's time to try one that sounds more like a vacation ah
0: this is perfect relax you booked a verbo let the word go forth fool me once are you fired up i'm not a crook are you ready to go shame on It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Yeah. Boom, we
1: can't get fooled again.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. I am Ben Kissel. Uh, Marcus Parks is once again ass-deep in Hubbard, so he's not able to be with us today. But Travis Morningstar is producing. Thanks for doing it, Travis. Of course. And Travis Irvine is my guest. Of course, you recognize him from the show previously. He also works at Mediite, and he works closely with Roger Stone. And we're going to get into some of the uh, stone-cold truth (laughs) regarding the uh, possible assassination attempts on the man's life, uh, perhaps caused... Uh, At the hands of the Deep State. Deep State coming to you live. Deep state. Deep state. Uh, For those that don't know what the deep state is, a lot of conservatives believe the deep state are Obama holdovers or liberals uh, who have had uh, power in Washington for decades upon decades upon decades. They're terrified of what golfer-in-chief, Twitter-in-chief, Donald Trump is about to do with the country, and they are trying to derail his administration, delegitimize his administration, and Donald Trump is helping them out every step of the way.
1: Oh, yeah, and I would say it's, it's not just holdovers from the Obama administration and liberals. I mean, Deep State, these are people who have been there for decades under multiple administrations and even you know, Glenn Greenwald mm-hmm. who is uh, from the left. A and reputable
0: it, journalist to say the least.
1: Absolutely. He's done some great interviews about the deep state on Democracy Now! And uh, Dennis Kucinich of course had some very strong comments on Valentine's Day almost a month ago um, on uh, Fox Business News. So uh, liberals, regarding- progressives know all about the deep state as well. It's bad news. It's the CIA.
0: Okay. And of course Dennis Kucinich, we talked about that briefly on the last episode uh, regarding Donald Trump and his wiretap claims. It was technically, he claimed that he was Way or tip because p- he put two P's at the end of the word tap. It's a three letter word. You think you would be able to spell it, but you know what? It's very presidential nowadays uh, to be a cute, um, ignorant misspeller. Mm-hmm. Dennis Kucinich actually um, sort of. Uh, came to the defense of the claims that Donald Trump made regarding his campaign being hacked. What happened most likely was they were hacking uh, the Russians, like a Kisilyak character who was an ambassador to Russia, who had communications with Paul Manafort, the then man in charge of the Trump campaign. Uh, So I believe what happened was they were hacking the Russians and they followed the Russians, Right into Trump Tower. Whoa. Dennis Kucinich uh, claimed that he was hacked. In, well, didn't claim. It's a fact that he was hacked in 2013 when he was having a uh, conversation with Muammar Gaddafi's son. Um, the, the, uh, I believe the conversation might have been before 2013, as a matter of fact. He found out in 2015. It might have been 2011, uh, before the fall of Muammar Gaddafi. So he did come to the defense of Donald Trump in, to say that uh, the CIA does hack... They do get warrants and they do do secret uh, operations. Uh, unbeknownst to the American people. And of course, we also had this week the confirmation hearings for Neil Gorsuch, which I spoke about at length on my Fox News radio uh, program, uh, which you can check out next Monday from 6 to 9. So we can talk about Gorsuch, but quite frankly, let's continue on with the deep state.
1: I mean, it's it's juicy stuff. I mean, Glenn Glenn Greenwald, that's his whole point, is uh, that the CIA has been involved in secretly and covertly uh, uh, subverting basically democratically elected governments since its inception in the 1940s all over the world. So why wouldn't they do it here in the United States?
0: And this is nothing new. The left has been talking about this for a very long time. Trump being a horrible messenger for the discussion because obviously uh, he is full of Constant lies, uh, such as the lies regarding him not playing golf when president, when in reality he has played golf every weekend now, and I'm not sure what he's uh, what he's uh, what his score is, but I hope he's getting better because at least we want a president who can do one thing well.
1: Well, that was a fun thing that Sean Spicer did during the press conference too. Someone asked him like, you know, at this point he was criticizing Obama for golfing all the time, but he's already golfed more times I think at this point than o- Obama. Obama
0: didn't golf until six months uh, six months into his presidency. Right. He was busy a Crafting his healthcare bill, which now obviously uh, Ronald, uh, Donald Trump and Paul Ryan are trying to uh, to uh, change quite a bit, and it's leading to a series of controversies, specifically amongst their constituents, of course, with the cutting of Meals on Wheels for no apparent reason, and uh, the Medicaid cuts for individuals who are in desperate need of those, uh, of those government assistance programs. A lot of those individuals trump supporters. Of course. So when it comes to the deep state, uh, the left has been talking about these things. Things in one way or another. COINTELPRO, for example, a counterintelligence um, uh, a program uh, set out to uh, uh, fracture and uh, destabilize the Black Panther Party. Uh, many of the uh, different environmental movements. We have what happens now with the Stingray. Uh, the Stingray is uh, basically it serves as a fake um, uh, telephone. Uh, you know. Uh, What do you call it, Travis? You know about the technology. When you're walking around a cell tower, it acts as a fake cell tower. But instead of giving your instead of uh, giving uh, you know you know sending sending out the message to the person you're trying to call, it collects the data, sends it to the FBI or the CIA or whoever, whatever uh, entity has control of that Stingray. It's a it's a way of mass mass grabs of information. So the left has been talking about these things for a very long time. It is interesting uh, to see uh, them come to the defense of the CIA and the FBI regarding their investigation uh, into Trump and Russia. We'll see if there's actually something there. Obviously, there is a lot of smoke and there are a lot of ties uh, with the Trump administration and Russia. Of course, the Russians have also met with many Democrats. The Clinton campaign had some relationships with the Russians as well. Uh, But is the CIA and the FBI, as they try to destabilize Donald Trump, they are getting um, respect from the left when many times previously the left would deem the CIA and the FBI to be, um, you know, uh, negative uh, forces within our government?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's Glenn Greenwald's main point is that, hey, left progressives, what happened to the days where you used to criticize the CIA and all their operations against democratically elected governments all over the world? And now all of a sudden they are the arbiters of, ooh, maybe the CIA will take care of Trump for us. Well, that's dangerous thinking that gets you down a dangerous road. Even Glenn Greenwald yep. said, he was like, look, I, I don't like Trump and and you don't have no to one agree. Likes Trump is no a 37%
0: likes- approval. Yeah. Rate.
1: Yeah. So it's like, even if you don't like him, um, there are democratically uh you know there are democratic ways to take care of this there is a media that should be holding him accountable does not need to be immediately left to these dark forces within the deep
0: state yeah and I gotta say Fox News needs to step up their game regarding just constantly covering uh you know Kellyanne Conway and, and Donald Trump in a way that I believe is slightly inaccurate they are acting like MSNBC did uh, with Obama and I think we have to hold both media entities to the same standard mm-hmm. uh, of being at, at least presenters self as being, uh, attempt to be bipartisan. With the FBI, of course, uh, James Comey, g- made he got famous uh, during the 2016 election with the constant um, slow leaks of the email scandal regarding Hillary Clinton. They could have nipped that entire uh, scandal in the bud, the Clinton campaign, that is, had they just cauterized the, the wound, uh, released all the emails, and we wouldn't have this slow drip, drip, drip of emails, which, am- uh, which amassed into a puddle of nothing. There was nothing really revealed in these emails. Of course, James Comey, two weeks before the election comes out uh, because of the Anthony Weiner scandal, uh, there was some emails on the on the Weiner home computer. He came out and said we might possibly be reopening the investigation into Hillary Clinton. The left absolutely hated James Comey then, but now they're looking at James Comey as their last line of defense against a Trump presidency and they're going to desperately uh, hope that the FBI uh, encourages um, impeachment.
1: I mean, well, it's weird because What's happening is is exactly what happened with Hillary Clinton. James Comey is just acknowledging that there is an investigation, right? right? Which is exactly what he did with Hillary. He's like, "Yes, there is an investigation. Hey, we're reopening it. Hey, we didn't find anything." And even that, well, you
0: hear these words, you "investigation," hear, exactly,
1: yeah. and, and that's what sends out the the main the, the bat signal, if you will. So um, it is fascinating because they, you know, Monday was a big uh, parade with him and uh, the Admiral of the NSA, yep, basically getting questioned by Congress all day. Um, and Monday. He,
0: it was a very busy day with the Gorsuch uh, hearings underway as well.
1: Yeah, and it was a very bad day for the Trump administration, too, Absolutely. because it essentially uh, put out the signals that, yeah, okay, the Russians were actually rooting for Trump. That much Comey actually verified in that, in, even though there were many things he could not answer and talk about ongoing investigations, yeah. he did indeed... Um, Basically, certify that yes, uh, the Russians were probably rooting for this guy.
0: And uh, for those that uh, you know wonder why did why does Putin hate Hillary Clinton so much? It was 2011. uh, You know, uh, Gaddafi was was on his way out, if not already dead, with a with a golden gun up his uh, butt. Oh, kind of how he died a knife as well. He died probably the most horrific death uh, as a uh, as any dictator. It was on camera
1: too. All on video. Oh boy.
0: Hillary Clinton gave many speeches regarding the uh, the uh, elections in Russia and Vladimir Putin how he I'm sure he rigged the election in order for him to win. His approval ratings are extremely high in Russia, if you can trust uh, the Russian media. They're,
1: they're sh- at 110%? 110.
0: He's, He's always giving really it 110%. Well. Hillary Clinton gave a speech regarding uh, it not being an um, accurate election, it being sort of a fraudulent election, and Vladimir Putin being a figurehead uh, and a negative figurehead for the Russian people. Vladimir Putin uh, thought... Without a doubt that Hillary Clinton, if elected president, was going to Gaddafi him, was going mm. to try to get him out of power. So that's why uh, Vladimir uh, Putin hates Hillary Clinton and vice versa, because he was fairly certain and probably accurate in his belief that Hillary Clinton uh, would prefer to see him out of office. And now we have Donald Trump coming in uh, who was like, hey, Russians, can you please hack hack Hillary? Hack <laughs> Hillary. And uh, why do we have a bad relationship with the Russians? I mean, Donald Trump was asking these sort of interesting, uh, very bizarre forms foreign policy questions um, regarding years and years of precedent uh, when it comes to the executive office of the United States and the Kremlin. Uh, So that's why uh, the Russians... Hated Hillary Clinton, and it would make sense for them to actively uh, persuade in any possible way they can uh, the American people to go and uh, and uh, support Donald Trump. The same way that the Chinese would much prefer Hillary Clinton to win, mm-hmm. because of course Donald Trump was talking about currency mal- uh, manipulation and a whole series of other issues that the Chinese were not happy about. So these foreign entities interfere on a regular basis with U.S. elections yeah. via propaganda.
1: Yeah, and, and even the Saudis gave more money uh, than any other regime to the to the Clinton. Foundation. The Saudis, I'd say, were definitely rooting for the the Clintons as well. So it is a fascinating, and we talked about this during yep. the election last year, that yeah, you have different foreign entities that have their own interests in our own elections. Um, to tag on to the Russia stuff, you know, Glenn uh, again, Glenn Greenwald, fantastic journalist. I encourage everyone to read and watch everything he does. Uh, and Dennis Kucinich reiterated the same claims yeah. is that um, uh, essentially Hillary Clinton and the deep state wanted a proxy war in Syria. Remember, Hillary was mm-hmm. the only candidate of all the presidential candidates Um, To say that she wanted a no-fly zone over Syria And what that would have done was... uh definitely provoke some type of proxy war with Russia. And that's what the deep state wanted. Dennis Kucinich said this on Fox Business. He was like, what they want is to start a new Cold War because they made billions, if not trillions, off the last one. That's what keeps well, the deep state and this military industrial complex alive.
0: And now we have a situation where Donald Trump wants to start a new arms race, uh, which is very interesting. He wants to amp yep. up the military and amp up our nuclear uh, power, our nuclear uh, programs once again, which I, we have enough nuclear weapons in this damn yeah. country. There's enough in the world. We'd don't need to start making more again so we it, want
1: them tippy top
0: though we we do want them tippy top that's a do want good want point travis top.
1: that is a good point travis i so like this i like it travis, I, travis great is point. great
0: he comes in travis? he comes in with a great point tippy top tippy top boom we want a tippy top and i guarantee you donald trump if you heard they'd be like that's good we do want a tippy <laughs> we top we do want a tippy top we want a tippy top this
1: is a kissel sandwich on travis bread
0: <laughs> that's perfect it is it. i'm i'm the meat We're the bread. That's nice. So you have the situation where the entire world was looking at the 2016 election. All of them had their their hands in the pot as much as they possibly can. Donald Trump ends up winning. Now we have uh, these these massive investigations with the collusions with the Russians. Donald Trump is, as I said earlier, not doing himself any favors. Rex Tillerson, our current Secretary of State, who, by the way— doesn't want to be at in the position. I've never seen a Secretary of State like just be like, uh, "My wife told me I should." That's sweet. what yeah. do you, my, he's like. I didn't want to do it. I mean, he's a multi multi billionaire. Why would he want to travel all the uh, around the world and hang out with the common people? Uh, so instead of going and meeting with NATO, he's going to hang out with the Russians. This looks on its face
1: horribly. It looks it looks pretty bad. Horrible. Uh, and, and you know it is fascinating too because. Um, with all this, you know, for months we've heard all about the the potential collusion. All we know right now is that there's an investigation on. Right, that's all right. we know. So we don't know. And, and Comey has confirmed that uh, that indeed the Russians were rooting for. Trump as opposed yes. to Clinton, but he in, in, but that. in terms of how they were doing that, we still don't know, right? There's an investigation with the FBI into Breitbart. There's an investigation. Yes. Um, well, actually, I don't know if there's a investigation into our friends at RT. Of course, we're friends with all the Russian tonight guys who are yes. who do the comedy show on RT.
0: Can you imagine if the FBI investigates JFOD, oh John F, F. O'Donnell? Well,
1: he's the mouthpiece of Putin. <laughs> it was, he heard it on this podcast first. Uh, if the if Comey's listening to all these podcasts, um, uh, quick plug. That's, well, he's that's very entertained. And
0: thank you uh, so much, James Comey, for finding Tom Brady's jersey. Oh, oh finally. Finally, the Americans oh. can sleep easy knowing that multi, multi, multi-millionaire got his jersey back. Yeah. Thank Woo. goodness. And no. of course,
1: it was a, they said it was a Mexican journalist executive. It was. An executive of a Mexican media company who likely swiped it.
0: I believe his last name, I think his name was Marcia... Artego. Ar- Artego was his last name. Build that wall. Uh, Wait,
1: just more ammo to build that wall.
0: I get They're stealing Tom Brady's jersey <laughs> now. It's unbelievable. And so uh, I want to go in a little bit. Yeah, so that's James Comey sure. when, he, when he was testifying well, regarding it, the, there there is an investigation. Yeah. And uh, there are some. There's certainly something to be uh, looked at and examined.
1: And exactly. There's smoke there. Um, But they got to find the fire. And that's what Glenn Greenwald has also been writing about uh, these past few weeks is that uh, even um, like Mike Morrell, who is a former CIA director um, filling in under Obama, they're starting to warn that. The, the actual proof may not be found they may be doing all these hearings they may be doing all these investigations but the actual proof may not be found which well, links in to uh, my pal Roger Stone yes. who's a radio show Stone Cold Truth I do every uh, now and then I'm the token millennial libertarian mm-hmm. and of course and, uh, uh, he is maintaining innocence uh, to to perhaps to a fault. I mean, he is all over social media saying, "Bring it on! I want to testify. You guys don't want to know everything I know."
0: Well, just a brief his, uh, history of Roger Stone. He worked closely with Richard Nixon. He's been a political operative for what forty years, about four decades now, mm-hmm,
1: since he was uh, in his twenties. Yeah,
0: really, the underbelly, the seedy underbelly of American politics is just as disgusting as you can imagine. Uh, you know, it is a it's a brothel's floor after a hard night of work. I mean, it is just <laughs> absolutely. Saying disgusting and filthy and this man is on top of the trash heap uh, and uh, and I'm not saying that negatively this is just how politics work and this country is you know cleaner than many many other countries although we are feeling I am feeling a little bit more of a central South American vibe uh, coming from the Trump administration a little bit
1: something's going on
0: I uh, you know, I mean obviously it's very rare to have a president calling out US citizens such as Snoop Dogg and Colin Kaepernick and uh, it's very bizarre to have a sitting US president uh, reach out to individuals and mock them for not being able to get employment, uh, such as the case in Colin Kaepernick's situation because he kneeled during the national anthem. Meanwhile, uh, people like Ezekiel Elliott, who's a running back for the Dallas Cowboys, just pulled down a woman's shirt and revealed her breast. He'll be starting next year for the Dallas Cowboys as a running back. But Kaepernick had a peaceful protest, regardless if you liked it or not. I mean, I thought it was a little bit, uh, you know, over the top for a second-string quarterback, but that's fine. uh, It's well within his rights as a U.S. citizen to protest. Uh, whenever he sees fit. The fact that the U.S. president called him out was absolutely ludicrous, totally uh, dictatorship-esque and uh, and quite unnerving because the man is obviously Donald Trump that is not focused on the job at hand. He's
1: complaining about Arnold Schwarzenegger. And ratings. And ratings, and now the show got canceled. He's making fun of him.
0: He's making fun of Arnold Schwarzenegger, (laughs) who, by the way, is going to hopefully work on gerrymandering and redistricting reform, which is something we so desperately need in this country, and best of luck to you, Arnie. Um, do whatever you can to help out that cause because that's the most important issue in my personal opinion Uh, other than the prison industrial complex and criminal justice uh, the next most important issue is gerrymandering and redistricting so we have a situation of course in Colin Kaepernick being blamed for the NFL's 11 percent drop in ratings and uh, it's because the Goodell changed the rules of the NFL Uh, the commercial uh, timeouts are far too much the game is is far too slow and uh, and you know the wife abuse is also probably more of an issue than a uh, that a quarterback taking a knee in the name of civil rights and social justice. So let's move on from that. So Donald Trump uh, cl- uh, worked closely with Roger Stone right. during during the Trump campaign. Roger Stone was ousted or outed himself after I believe it was the Megan Kelly comments. It was which- the first debate. It was oh so after the first debate, I believe that was at the Reagan Library, mm-hmm. and I say Reagan. No, it was
1: in Cleveland. Actually. It was in this Cleveland. Very first one was in Cleveland.
0: I'm just going to say I say Reagan, and I get I get I get harped on about it, but I'm just going to say it like that forever and ever. That's okay. so. Roger Stone worked closely with Donald Trump. Was still an ally when he left the Trump uh, campaign, Mm -hmm. but now this is where some of the collusion with the Russians come in. Is that correct? Well, we don't know. That's the thing. I mean,
1: Roger Stone's maintaining uh, his innocence. Um, uh, The Manafort stuff we should probably talk about, because that's a bigger deal, because he worked uh, for a Ukrainian campaign that was essentially uh, promoted and uh, uh, sponsored by Putin. Okay. Um, But, uh, you know, Roger Stone has essentially said, you know, he's got no Russian clients. He's got no uh, links to Russia. Whatsoever. What's fascinating about Comey's testimony mm-hmm. is that um, there are uh, witting players and unwitting players. Essentially, sure. where someone could be tricked or hired by uh, a Russian agent, and the and someone. Like Roger Stone right. or Paul Manafort could not know that this is a Russian agent. That Absolutely, they're, they're, that they're working for. Um, of course, I mean, again, Roger Stone is maintaining all innocence. And there's three people: there's Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, and Carter Page are the three big ones that uh, reportedly the FBI is investigating. Well,
0: now, do you have any information on this Carter Page character? No.
1: I, in fact, when a Vice did a piece on Roger back in January during the inauguration, Roger said, "I've never even heard of Carter Page."
0: Now, do you think that Roger Stone was telling the truth there, or is it plausible deniability? How does Roger Stone now? Navigate these sorts of situations because I asked you on the subway over here, is he horrified that he's going to end up locked up in jail? But you said he has so much information they don't want him to testify. Yeah.
1: And in fact, that's what goes back to, you know, these these assassination claims where uh, right. Roger claims that he was poisoned with polonium over Christmas while he was working on the Trump book. Um,
0: right. He, he. Of course, then- which is of course a very Russian move. Yeah, polonium and- uh, the Russian journalist uh, from way back in the day. Uh, you know, polonium was the poisoning, and that just doesn't. Ha- you don't just stumble upon that. Right, it's not food poisoning. That's
1: not. Yeah, no one's just walking around like, "Oops, I dropped some polonium in Ooh. my drink,"
0: unless it's a really funny like Acme cartoon. Mm.
1: Mm. Um, and then of course uh, he was hit uh, by a car. They were t boned by a sedan while he was driving in Florida with his driver Johnny, who I know. Uh, and uh, this was supposedly a car just came out of nowhere, t-boned them, and then hit reverse and drove away. And there's even a, a witness there that was interviewed by local Florida news who said so. Um, so so and it's,
0: this, it's, this car was it was a dark tinted SUV. Yeah, so you couldn't see what was who was inside. And Roger Stone was headed to a um, an interview with Alex Jones of Infowars. Usually, yeah, I mean Roger
1: Stone's been doing a lot of Infowars. He holds over Alex Jones's crowd, so he's on there a whole lot. And uh, essentially, yeah, he's saying. Either A, it's the Russians who are are trying trying to to, whack him because he knows too much, or B, it's somebody trying to make it look like the Russians because that would be a convenient story after he's already dead and gone. So Roger Stone, uh, the last message I've seen from him on social media is is bring it on. He wants to testify. He wants everyone to know all the information that he knows he wants it on the public record. And that could be... Very dangerous for somebody. Very, explosive. but we don't know who.
0: Well, I mean, you 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 have a close tie with Roger. He's been very good to you throughout your career. What do you think when people when you hear his name, uh, you know, run through the muck. Is he going to be the fall guy? We were talking about this uh, in the apartment. He's he's powerful. He's not quite that. He's not that famous. He seems to be sort of a perfect fall guy because it would show, hey, we're actually taking action against the claims uh, that the Trump administration colluded with the Russians. Who are we going to take down? What about this guy who does have some name recognition but might not have the most amount of support Mm -hmm. in order to ensure his safety?
1: Right. Well, I mean, he said so many things to offend so many people that there would be very few people to jump up. Uh, and defend him essentially do, i mean
0: do you believe the claims that he's been a uh, uh, that there has been a, uh, attempts at his life via assassination do you think that those claims hold true the tr- polonium
1: one seemed a little far fetched for me but yeah. the
0: the car accident i do know for a fact is true
1: cuz i know his driver johnny and and that is in fact what what happened was that they were hit by a car and then the car drove away. It was a hit and run. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, very, yeah, tinted windows, um, a paper license plate that um, can be easily faked. Right. Um, was the
0: driver a vial of polonium by any chance? Oh, it was possible. a
1: giant vial of polonium. Okay. The
0: whole car was made of polonium. It was all polonium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we have a situation where we have a President, uh, Trump, uh, less than, what are we in? Th- how many freaking days? We're under 100 days. What are we, we're three not even in, in the
1: first 100 days yet.
0: Yeah. Um, approval ratings, massive investigations. Is he a Russian puppet? I cannot recall... Um, and I was really trying to rack my mind and of course my you know I the first time I ever voted was the year 2000 and W was sort of struggling along his first uh, his first uh, you know oh, hundred yeah. days Obama had a, a little bit easier uh, transition because of the glow of being the first african-american president Americans were still patting themselves right. on the back well, because uh, you know it's a post-racial America which as we saw through the eight years of Barack Obama it's not it's uh, not even remotely close um, we have a lot of lot a lot of work to do on that front. This Trump administration, though, it just seems like there is no uh, end in sight for the drama. I mean, people are absolutely livid. Ivanka Trump is going to be uh, given a security pass. So she's literally going to see uh, the most secure documents in the nation, is going to be given. And I have no problems with Ivanka. I'm just not sure uh, if we want Ivanka Trump, a woman who is in charge of a clothing line and perfumes and she is very smart and Jared Kushner, her husband, I have no problem with them um, but I'm just not sure if we want them to be in the front lines in the war room uh, regarding massive issues of national security. Is there any end in sight for this, uh, for the for the uh, controversies of the Trump administration?
1: I mean, it is weird because it seems like every time they get like even some good footing like Trump's uh, speech to Congress was the, very well received. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, even Van Jones was like he was presidential in that moment. Moment, because that lady got a big round of applause
0: regarding the uh, yes, I believe yeah. it was O'Neill was the name of the fallen sailor. Yes, um, and uh, yes, yeah, so that, and that was a nice he moment. A seal, I mean, yeah, he, uh, you know Donald Trump did give a good he gave a good speech. He stayed on script. Yes, and uh, I think the bar, of course, it's pretty is pretty low, low enough for me to jump over. Yeah, so it's about as low as humanly possible. Yeah, yeah, uh, but nonetheless, he did he he did a, a fine job, and yeah. then immediately. Uh, the wiretap situation happens. yeah
1: yeah yeah and then, and you know that's when they slip back into this this Kind of this chaos news, where we're all kind of watching, and be like, "All right, are things stable? Or are they not stable? We don't know." But again, this all could just be part of the deep state's plan to destabilize the Trump presidency. I mean, that's how good they are. And, and you've seen—I well, mean, even with the with the re, you know the resigning of Flynn sure. and, and this leaking of documents that that Stone is being investigated. I mean, these things should not be leaked, um, but they are, and someone is inside doing that. And you know, Roger Stone has already gone out and claimed that John Brennan, the former. CIA director was the one who is has leaked the stuff you know the fact that Flynn was being watched at all by the NSA and the deep state and then they were able to use his phone call to the Russian ambassador to take him down I mean this we're getting into some deep intrigue where yeah. where a lot of people are actually breaking rules that they should not be breaking. They're breaking laws that they should not be breaking. But it could all be in the name of the fact that the Russians have propped up this guy in the first place. And if that's the case
0: then the CIA is just doing its job. So now we would have to have the left recognize that the CIA and the FBI when they do their counterintelligence surveillance actually serves a purpose. Which is this bizarre new world that we're living in where the left is coming to the defense of some of these entities that have been previously demonized for generations because of what they've done to very significant uh, portions of society. I mean, I firmly believe uh, that the crack epidemic uh, aligning itself perfectly with the war on drugs is not a coincidence. I mean, these things are all uh, just right there in front of us. And most of those things that are in front of us that are nefarious are planted by the CIA or the FBI, but mainly the CIA. Mm-hmm. and
1: you look at guys like John Podesta and uh, you know some of the people who are with the the Clinton campaign they were they were not clean, they were not squeaky clean either. no. But um, because they didn't win, they're kind of off the hook. You know, you haven't yeah. really heard uh, John Podesta's name since uh, his emails came out last fall.
0: But, of course, that John Podesta, he's the name that you hear uh, in reference to Deep State and Valerie Jarrett, of course, moving in with the Obamas. A lot of people believe that's a, a perfect showing of the Deep State in action in order uh, to create a coalition against Donald Trump. I hope they can actually get some candidates that can beat Donald Trump in 2020. I am personally looking at Mark Al Franken, uh, Camila Harris, um, Tulsi Tulsi Gabbard. Gabbard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she could do very well. And uh, Oprah. Listen, oh, wait, we Oprah. Oprah, we can't forget. Oh, I'm not going to forget. Oh,
1: Oprah! She'll
0: win. She'll Oprah win. Oprah could win. Why not? That's an
1: excellent point, Travis. Yeah, Travis actually, L- I
0: have a question in okay. regard
1: to the deep state. Okay, yes, go ahead. Um, what would realistically, what
0: would a coup by the CIA look like? Very, it would be technical in and it our would, country. It would be a they, long process, yeah.
1: In our country, they got to do about uh, do 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 it this way, I think. Essentially, so Trump's
0: head is never going to end up on a pike, it's not, he's not yeah. going to end up with it with a knife up his butt like Gaddafi. It's going to be a slow um, destabilization of his administration, and then a dele- uh, They're going to delegitimize it to a point where it's not safe to have him in office. Uh, I believe that Donald Trump at some point, I do not believe Donald Trump will serve the full four years. I just don't see it happening at this point. That's a bold. Ben Kissel prediction well actually I just don't see it happening the guy
1: who the, the professor who also predicted that uh, Donald Trump would win the election has also predicted that he won't last all four years so Helmuth
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Professor so, Helmuth.
1: So there are plenty of people who are predicting that. And, you know, yeah, and this is how the CIA would go about it. They delegitimize his presidency. They throw chaos into the administration. And then at that point, um, you know, he almost have. and then when, if he turns Congress against him and eventual impeachment's coming, then he might as well just resign.
0: Absolutely. And, of course, Congress is already against him in many ways. If you look at Senator Lindsey Graham, for example, during the Gorsuch hearings, they were discussing torture. Torture mm-hmm. is uh, universally panned, universally banned in the United States. Um, Um, Gorsuch as a Supreme Court justice nominee. uh, I don't have a problem with him as a person. His politics I don't uh, agree with on many things, but at least he's a rational judge. Uh, who I, who who does believe in precedent, and he's not going to make the law. He's a judge. They uh, they, they simply um, they 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 interpret the law. They do not make the law. Congress makes the law, uh, and he understands that. I don't believe he's going to be an activist judge. At least I hope not. And again, he's replacing Antonin Scalia, so it's kind of a moot seat uh, at this point. Um, Gorsuch was asked uh, about torture from Lindsey Graham. Mm-hmm. Gorsuch said he's against torture and he will hold uh, you know that standard to the presidency. And immediately, Lindsey Graham is like, "So you you would be willing to impeach Trump if he starts torture? Uh, you know." So it's coming from both sides. The traditional um, you know your your uh, higher statesmen of the Republican Party, your John McCain's and Lindsey Graham's, your Rand Paul's, your Freedom Caucuses, your Mike Lees of the Republican Party. It's coming from that angle. Every Democrat. So who is the coalition for Donald Trump? Steve King? Yeah. (laughs) A a disgusting racist out of Iowa. I talked about it uh, at length on my Fox News show. He tweeted how we don't want immigrant babies coming over to this country, uh, basically discussing white nationalism, to say the least, white genocide, which in these people's minds is interracial marriage and interracial children. They They consider that to be white genocide. So it's Steve King... And, uh, you know, that sort of alt-right, ridiculously stupid uh, members of Congress on the Republican side who are able to be there solely because of gerrymandering and redistricting. He's in a safe district. They don't hate him uh, in his district. And that's why Steve King gets to still be in office. But other than those kind of small, uh, fringe uh, individuals in Congress, Donald Trump has no friends. Yeah, I mean, and so w- w- where's he going to go? And that's why I think also he's bringing Ivanka in because they're so horrified. The bubble is shrinking, shrinking, and shrinking uh, when it comes to people he feels secure around.
1: I mean, essentially, the only people protecting him are his millions of supporters who, you know, and, and let's face it, a lot of them, they might like what they're seeing. What they wanted. I don't know. Well, what they wanted. When, I mean well you saw all those people as Kentucky rally completely oblivious to to any of the news of the day I mean this is why they got him in there to take on all the forces in Washington the Lindsey Grahams on the right and and, and all the Democrats on the left the Nancy Pelosis this is why they got him yeah, in there you know true. they want him to get in there and and shake the cage a little bit and they, he's you know he's shaking the cage the question is is it going to actually benefit in any policies that benefit these people Cause I'm
0: wondering he, though th- is he shaking the cage or is he the canary in the cage being shook Ooh. I don't think that he is shaking the cage I, I I mean I I understand your point and I completely agree yeah, with you I'm just uh, I that's yeah, why they put him in there but he's not doing that job and no one thought uh if, there was a pro- poll came out he's about around 60 percent disapproval rating and uh the vast majority it was like 70 or 80 percent or just get off of Twitter they're just like, get off of Twitter. Yeah, right. And I believe his phone has now been taken away because he used to tweet from an Android and now the tweets are coming from an iPhone or that's or it's vice versa. One of those. Either way, the phone has changed uh, where the POTUS is tweeting. Not to mention he, that Kaepernick tweet came from the POTUS account, um, which is absolutely uh, lowering Oof. the office. Oh, boy. But, you know, it's interesting. I had a conversation with Tom Shalou, I interviewed him. And, you know, he's a pro-Trump guy. Um, and it's because they don't have respect for the office. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of these alt-right people they don't have respect for the presidential office and they're sick of it being seen as some kind of monarchy, as some like, you know, uh, as a president as a deity, which is what they uh, many people on the right considered uh, the affection for Obama to be mm. was people treating him like a god. So he has no respect for the executive branch and no respect for the oval office. So that's why he doesn't hate Donald Trump because he thinks Donald Trump is acting just like a regular American citizen and treating the office with as much respect as it deserves, which is none. So I think that's an interesting philosophy, and I, that was kind of an aha moment. Speaking of Oprah, where I was like, "Oh, I get it. You don't care that he acts like a jerk off. You don't care that he tweets uh, like a thirteen-year-old. You don't care because you don't have a respect for the position. So the fact that he doesn't respect the position is just fine with you."
1: Yeah, well, because and the position is a representative of the Washington establishment uh, class uh, right. as a whole, and and yeah, the American people do not care about that because let's face it, they've been slighted by both parties for decades at this point.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, I I mean, that's one of the interesting insights into those individuals who are still supporting Donald Trump is they simply don't like Washington. They don't like the executive office. And they think the fact that he is poo-pooing all over it is quite hilarious, regardless of the fact that we have very serious issues, specifically when it comes to foreign policy, nuclear war uh, possibly happening with North Korea. We have 130 military bases that they could hit with a ballistic missile. I mean, these things are very real. And when a catastrophic event does happen, and it will happen without a doubt, out every presidency has one uh donald trump is going to end up flailing uh, miserably and i think that might be the straw that breaks the camel's back and hopefully that straw doesn't come in the form of an icbm missile over the atlantic yeah you hope that a
1: bunch of americans don't have to get hurt for all of us to realize that oh this guy should not be president
0: yes it's very it's very uh, real you know um let's see so so we have a lot of things uh, happening it's been an interesting week we've got the health care this is Donald Trump is desperately trying to save the uh, Trump care and Ryan care. They're discussing how it's just one of three prongs that have to be put in place. And when the other two prongs are put in place, premiums won't skyrocket. Of course, they did skyrocket under Obamacare, which we all agree was a problem, but not just any replacement is better. Right. You actually have to replace it with a better policy, uh, not just a different stamp, a different name on it. Um, so we'll see. Gorsuch, I believe, will go through. Uh, the Democrats just don't have the votes. And again, frankly, uh, he's replacing Scalia on the chart of conservatism uh, regarding the regarding the Supreme Court. He's more uh, of a Kennedy.
1: No, it's more actually, Justice n- Kennedy. No, that's, that's who true. He studied under
0: Clarence Thomas, uh, and then Gorsuch, and then Scalia would actually be under. uh, uh, uh This oh, is according really? to the New York Times uh, uh, okay. little chart. So I'm, you know, it's the fake news. Fake news. But we'll we'll go with the information that they presented. Thomas being the most conservatives. Um, now Gorsuch. Then it would have been Scalia, uh, and then we have uh, I believe it was Ro- I believe it was Alito Roberts. Um, who else we got with the Kennedy then, and then okay. we have Ginsburg Sotomayor being the most liberal and, uh, in the and, middle and Kagan uh, and Kagan. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it, but it, at least he, he seems like the only from what I can understand the only positive thing so far to come from the Trump administration is Neil Gorsuch.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and you go back to uh, one of those good days of the Trump uh, presidency. That was one where he unveiled Gorsuch. Everything went according to plan. He that was stuck that. to the script. It was like that, and his big speech was were the only two day, good days of the Trump administration so far.
0: Yep, and of course we got Sean Spicer trying to figure it all out, one lie at a time, just navigating a minefield well, yeah. of crap. I don't even understand how I, he cannot be I sleeping mean, at night.
1: Back back to the golf stuff. That's what uh, that's what he was. His explanation of well, hey, he's golfing a lot. Uh, what's he doing? And then Spicer's excuse was that well, he's getting a lot done. Getting well, a like, lot. You'd done. be surprised what can get done in the golf. Spicer made it
0: very clear that yeah. every golf game is a hole in one for Chinese relations with U.S. Absolutely and I wouldn't be surprised if every uh, shot that uh, Donald Trump takes is a hole in one as well just like when Kim Jong-il used to golf and Kim Jong-un who I do not believe actually golfs because he doesn't like to move his hips Right, (laughs) kind of an interesting factoid about Kim Jong-un so we have a lot of stuff to watch here watch this Roger Stone stuff it would be fascinating if he gets to um, testify in front of Congress which you know they're showing all of these uh, you know congressional hearings now on National television, and I'm not sure if it's good or bad. I wish C C-SPAN would just cover the dang things because you know you have people grandstanding, uh, you know, trying to make their next political ads. Al Franken has come out uh, very well, uh, certainly in the Betsy DeVos uh, hearing where she didn't understand what the difference was between uh, growth and uh, ding dongs. No, not growth and ding dongs. Growers Travis. versus showers. Proficiency. Oh, it's growth. Thank you very much <laughs> for that. You guys have never helped me out. No one ever well, helps me out it's on it's this. Show. Travis, hey, we're just two Travis. We're doing, just two Travis <laughs> doing
1: our Travis thing.
0: Al Franken asked Betsy DeVos about growth versus proficiency, which is uh, you know sort of a classic common uh, issue happening in education. Whether the person has, um, are they proficient or are they showing signs of growth in their education? These are sort of two different testing methods. Betsy DeVos had no clue what he was talking about, but he wasn't quite uh, Al Franken. That is, wasn't able to get the same gotcha moment uh, with Corsich because he was very cool, calm, and collected trying. and, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know he's a he's a judge and you know judges have the uh, a mind to debate and uh, he certainly was uh, was flexing that muscle to say the least. So um if 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 Roger Stone is forced to testify in front of Congress, I think we might get some of the most interesting information. In, in recent history.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and we should all keep our eyes on it anyway. We've been hearing so much about the Russia stuff since last year, since during the election, and it's so close now that it's being investigated. It's so close to being proven. And yet, um, you know, according to Glenn Greenwald and a lot of these folks, there could still be nothing there. They, You know, you see the smoke. It doesn't mean that there's a fire. So uh, I think, as, as you said, the Democrats really should be focusing on having good candidates in 2018 and 2018. then 2020. And I'll because tell you- that's how you, you know... If, if Trump lets down the middle class... Yeah. The, the way that you know it ultimately is like, yeah. looking like he will do. Then, then the middle class needs somewhere to turn, and that should be the Democrats if they're going more of a full uh, Bernie Sanders working people's. It type It could party. be the
0: exact inverse of what happened with the Republicans in two thousand and ten. Yeah. I really wouldn't be surprised. However, the DNC has to get it together. Tom Perez, I think he's a hack. He's Ugh. a Clinton shill. He's a Clinton shill. They, threw, statist, him they uh, threw him in. They threw him in. I the think last Keith minute. Ellison would have been a. a well, I a think that's judgment. a signal
1: that he's not going to be. They're not going to do this. And that's the where it's Sanders. worried. I mean, there are 10 senators uh, whose seats are up from states that went for Trump, Uh, 10 Democratic senators, Sherrod Brown from Ohio, uh, my own senator included. So, um, you know, the Democrats, if they do not hold it together... Um, I don't know. I, you well, know. the
0: Democrats are chasing the vote right now. They don't have a strong person who is actually collecting votes, who is inspiring people. Obviously, we had that uh, in Bernie Sanders uh, in the campaign. But uh, they have to figure all of that out, and they, they have to do it very quickly. And right now, they can be obstructionists for as long as possible, but at some point you have to become uh, proactive mm-hmm. and actually uh, offer a different form of governance. And, uh, you know, hopefully the DNC can pull it, uh, pull it together because we need to get back to two parties in this country. I've said it before. I think we're at one one point five. And sadly, that point five is the Democratic Party right now. Um, Of course, we also need to get more parties involved. This this is all happening because of the duopoly of power. That's why Donald Trump was able to rise because he was the only uh, fresh air. He was the voice of fresh air, regardless if that air was full of. Um, unseen, uh, you know, toxins. Mm. Um, he is, uh, you know, but he was able to survive and able to win because people are just like so sick of Republicans and Democrats. Are like right. this guy's Donald Trump, his brand. Was bigger than the R and the D. Yeah, two it was last, the T.
1: 2016 was an outsider um, election year, and no and Trump, doubt about it. Trump was the outsider for the Republicans, and Bernie was the outsider for the Democrats. So, well,
0: we're gonna keep on following everything here on Apling and Stop Hat. Thank you guys so much for listening. Go to go to the merchandise page and get the shirt and uh, and rate and review us on iTunes, uh, please, because we got to start beating these. Uh, we're doing very well, but we got to. Who, who should we take down next? We beat Glenn Beck. Mm. He's, out, he's out of there. Did you beat Alex Jones on Infowars? Yeah, well, let's go after Alex Jones on Infowars. You can't go after me. I'm pro Trump. All right. Uh, that sounds about right. Uh, Travis, thanks so much for being here. Not, oh. you, not you, Irvine. Oh, okay. The Travis other, Morningstar, yeah. thanks for coming out of your uh, cocoon and, and coming in here and producing the show. Um, and Travis Irvine, people can find you on Twitter at Travis Irvine USA. And also, Travis Morningstar, you're on Twitter too.
1: Yeah, at Ghost Scarbage.
0: Yes, um, I love it, Travis, and uh, and Travis, uh, your Travis Irvine, USA.
1: Yes, yeah, and check out uh, pieces uh, coming out of Mediate. Hopefully, they still come through. And uh, yeah, Stone Cold Truth is Rogers' show. You can find that on SoundCloud. Yep. So. And
0: honestly, I listen when Travis plays it in the apartment. It, it is very interesting, and he's got a lot of secrets behind his words. You can tell he always parses his words <laughs> ever so. He's like, I know more. I know more. <laughs> I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's true or not. But it's definitely interesting. I'm Ben Kissel. You can find me on Twitter at Ben Kissel. Uh, All right, that's the show. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.
1: For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.